You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. Hey, Burn Youth, how you doing? It's Hamish here. This is part two of Lately I've Been Learning. If you're tuning in and you're like, what the heck, this is a part two? What? Yes, there is a part one to this, so just go back and listen to that first. Basically, I wanted to share just six thoughts, three ideas for each part, six things that uh, I've been learning lately, six things that God has been speaking to me about, and hopefully uh, you guys, whether you're a teenager in school, whether you're in college, whether you're a youth leader, hopefully you guys can get something out of it, and hopefully God can speak to you. Uh, through what he's spoken to me about. And, uh, you know, last week we had the uh, Bernie Cinema Night, which was awesome. It was so cool uh, being in the kitchen with Charlie, slinging those smash burgers and then watching The Lion King. That was lots of fun. We'll probably do one of those movie nights again. That was awesome. And, uh, you know, this Friday we got the All of Us uh, Youth Alive event. Um, So come along to that. That's going to be great. But uh, just picking up with point four, lately I've been learning number four, If you're not interested in prayer, your Christian walk is in jeopardy. Uh, Pastor Ronnie, he was preaching the other week uh, to wrap up uh, last month's theme on spirit-fueled prayer. He was preaching in the Sunday morning service. And uh, he said something along these lines. If you're not interested in prayer, your Christian walk is in jeopardy. As in, if you call yourself a Christian... If you call yourself a believer, a follower of Jesus, but you're not so concerned about having prayer time, you you know, uh, spending time in prayer with God is not interesting to you. It's not something that you want to do. Then I would submit to you that maybe your Christian walk is in jeopardy. Maybe your walk with Jesus is in crisis. Why? Because uh, a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus, it needs to be growing. It needs to be going forward. And what's one of the primary ways that we grow a relationship? Even just think about a a human-to-human relationship, you know, an earthly relationship, maybe a a friendship or a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship or even a a family relationship. How do you grow in that relationship? How do you grow your bond? How do you deepen the connection? Well, you talk. You spend time together. You you listen to what they're saying and you talk back to them. You, You spend time in each other's presence. And you know what? That's exactly what prayer is. And so as Christians, prayer should be something that we desire. Time with God's Spirit, time to speak to Him and to hear from Him is something that we should be wanting. And if you're not interested in prayer, if it's not something that you want to do, if you have no desire for it, then maybe your Christian walk is in jeopardy. Maybe your relationship with God isn't going so well. And I don't want to start off this episode with um, too much of a heavy challenge, but I I would encourage you, let's look at it this way. If you're struggling with your relationship with God, if you're feeling disconnected, get back into prayer. Get back into prayer. There's never a better time to get back into prayer than today. There's never a better time to get back into, you know, launching your relationship with God than, than today. Um, you will make time for what you prioritize. You will make time for the things that uh, that matter to you. 
And so spend time with God today. You know, it doesn't have to be the super eloquent prayer. You don't have to have read the whole Bible front to back. Just talk to him. Just say to him what is on your heart. You know, yes, he's the God in the heavens who created the whole universe with a word, but he also cares about you and knows you personally and deeply. And he wants you to know him too. So just talk to God. Spend time with him. Number five, lately I've been learning when the world is poor, they keep what they have for themselves. When the church is poor, they give it away. You know, Pastor John, our senior pastor, he's such a great leader. And I love um, what he just the, just the nuggets of wisdom, the, the, the little bits of gold that he brings up in our staff meetings on Mondays. And this is another thing that he said in staff meeting the other Monday. He was talking about, you know, the state of the church finances and and how historically when our church hasn't been too well, hasn't been going too well with money, our response has actually been to give. You know, in most scenarios in life, when you aren't doing well with money, when things are a bit tight, you're feeling a bit poor, your first reaction, your first instinct, instinct is to hoard, is to be stingy is to keep what you have to keep your assets to keep your money uh, and and hold it even tighter hold it even closer to your chest but but pastor john's uh mindset around this his attitude towards this is that when we are struggling financially when we uh, you know are not doing the best financially that is the opportunity for us to give and really, it's it's not a it's not a Pastor John principle. It's not even a Capital Edge Church principle. It's a it's a Kingdom of God principle. This is the way God sees things. This is the way economics work in His kingdom. Is that we don't be stingy, we be generous. We don't hold to ourselves. We give away. You know, whenever our church has been doing uh, has been doing it tough with finances. We've always made a decision to go and bless another local church, whether it be a church, you know, a new church plant, a church starting up or whatever. We would always choose to extend a hand of generosity rather than to close our hand into a fist of stinginess. And so, young person, if you're listening, you know, you you might have heard many offering messages when they're asking you to, to give money. You might be thinking, I only make two bucks a week. How am I meant to give when I'm that poor? I'm only making two bucks a week from my parents. Well, you know what? Whatever you have in your hand, you can choose to be generous with. You know, I think of the widow's might in the New Testament. She didn't have a lot. You know, there were many people around her that were giving uh, to the temple, like just way more than like, you know, millionaires. They were, they were just handing over their cash like it was nothing. But her, she had just a, just a tiny coin. And she put that in. But you know what? That coin was all that she had. And so that's the heart of a Christian. That should be our heart. That should be the heart. Well, it is the heart of God. It's the heart of Jesus. And it should be our heart as well. Not to be stingy, but to be generous. You know, it says says in Proverbs that the world of the generous grows larger and larger. But the world of the stingy actually gets smaller and smaller. And it's kind of opposite to the way the world thinks, hey? The world would say, oh, no, no, stinginess is good because your world gets, you know, your wealth gets larger. The more stingy you are, the more tight you are with your money, the more you protect your money. 
uh, your, your wealth actually grows. And the world would say the more generous you are, the more the more freely you give out money, well, the poorer you become. But in God's economy, the more you give, the larger your world becomes. Sometimes that might mean money. Sometimes you might get it back tenfold. But many times your world expands in the way of opportunities or in the way of connections or relationships or your world expands because finally you've given up the idol of mammon, the idol of money in your life. And now your heart and mind is open to all that God can do in and through you. Right? When the world is poor, they keep what they have for themselves. But when the church is poor, they give it away. So which one are you going to be? Are you going to be like the world? Or are you going to be like God's church? Amen. Okay, and finally, number six. Lately, I've been learning. Your season of overwhelm is your opportunity to lean on God. I'll say it again. Your season of overwhelm is your opportunity to lean on God. I've been reading through First uh, and Second Corinthians uh, lately, just in my one-year Bible, and uh, this scripture came up: Second Corinthians uh, chapter one, verse eight and nine, and it just stuck out to me. I'll read it for you in the New Living Translation. It says this: We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God who raises the dead. I'll say that again. We stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely on God who raises the dead. And I I just had that thought when I was reading that, you know, there's many seasons that we can go through. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. And Paul in this passage, you know, he's talking about a season that they went through, you know, the early Christians back in the day, where they were facing many, many crushing challenges. In fact, even more than just challenges, they were facing persecution. They they thought they were going to die. But for Paul, that season of persecution, that season of trial and challenge became an opportunity for him to stop relying on his strength and his capability and to actually learn to rely on God. Instead of leaning on his own ability, the season of trial produced in him a desire and an ability To lean on God's strength, to lean on God's character, to lean on God's goodness. And so your season of overwhelm that you're in right now, you might be feeling overwhelmed with school, with work, with relational issues, family issues, whatever. Your season of overwhelm isn't a season where you're meant to just throw in the towel and and be defeated. But your season of overwhelm is actually an opportunity. There's actually an opportunity to be had in this season of trial. It's an opportunity for you to learn to lean on God. Young person, don't allow your challenges to push you away from God. We were never promised an easy life as Christians. That wasn't in the job description. But what we were promised was that his spirit would be with us 
through highs and lows, mountains and valleys, good times and hard times. So don't allow your challenge to push you away from God, but instead let it be an opportunity to push you towards Him. Let it push you into His arms. Lean on His strength. Put your faith into His hands. Jesus, take the wheel. Relinquish control. You never had much anyway. And learn to lean on God. Lean on His strength. You know, He he, he created everything. He needed you in your mother's womb. Surely He can support you through your overwhelming season. Amen. When you feel close to death, rely on the God who raises the dead. Come on. I hope that encouraged you today. I hope it's given you something to, to kind of stew on and meditate on. And, you know, like I said last episode, if you're not in the Word, if you're not reading the Bible every day, I encourage you, pick up the one year Bible. You can start today. Well, at the time of recording it, it's September 6th, a Tuesday. I'm recording on September 6th, a Tuesday. Man, you're probably going to hear this on September 7th on Wednesday. Just start on whatever day. Whatever day, pick up the one-year Bible. You can get it at Kurong. You can get it on uh, the Uvision Bible app. That's another thing. If you don't have the Bible app, grab the Bible app. Get into it. I know a lot of kids, when I'm talking to young people, they're saying they're struggling to read, you know, watching TV and movies all day. Yes, you, you do lose your ability to to enjoy reading, and that's cool. Uh, on the Uvision Bible app, you can actually, like, click a play button, and someone will read the Bible to you. So you got no excuse. (laughs) No, there's a way for everyone. So I encourage you, you know, if you want to get into God's word and you really should, then uh, download the YouVision Bible app or get the the one-year Bible from Kurong. You can also get a digital version of the one-year Bible on the YouVision Bible app. So like bada bing, bada boom. It's easy peasy. No excuses. Get into the word today. Spend time with God today. And we'll see you at youth this Friday. And we'll see you uh, for a podcast episode uh, probably in a week from now. Cool. Bless you guys. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.